0: Hey everybody, this is Matthew Soltiziak and you're listening to Not the Same Old Lions Podcast. Using my sports casting background, I speak with a variety of guests and interview key players to gain more insight on what makes this team go. As the Detroit Lions enter a new gritty era, we'll look beyond just the kneecaps when it comes to the analysis. Welcome to another episode. Season tickets sell out for the Detroit Lions. What this really means and how it could affect ticket access going forward. Also, the Lions filled one of the two biggest holes on their roster with the reported signing of quarterback Teddy Bridgewater. We'll explain why this was such a big move and tell you about the other area we are keeping an eye on. Hey everyone, this is Lomas Brown and you're listening to Not the Same Old Lions Podcast. Okay, let's start with the news making headlines about season tickets selling out for the Detroit Lions for the first time since they moved to Ford Field, which was in 2002. Big news, but what does this mean? Well, it doesn't mean the games are all sold out. I've heard that season tickets can account for approximately 85% of game tickets if they all sell, which this year they did. Ford Field holds about 65,000, which means about 55,000 tickets or seats are now sold through the season ticket purchases this year, leaving about 10,000 tickets remaining for the single game access. There's also the resale market, which is a horror story of its own, if you ask me, and is actually what inspired me to buy season tickets myself. Now, I thought there was a chance of this back in the early spring after speaking with the Lions and hearing how demand was higher than they ever could have imagined. This is something new to this franchise, so what should fans know? Well, there is already a waiting list for 2024. (laughs) That happened pretty fast, didn't it? Is this an overreaction? I don't think so. We might, just might, be seeing the dawning of a new day for this franchise. Getting tickets may be different going forward for the foreseeable future than it has been for the last 20 or 30 years if the Lions do just one thing this year. Win a playoff game. Now consider this. The Minnesota Vikings currently have a waiting list for season tickets. It's between one and five years, depending where you want to sit. That's the number that was given to me when I spoke with the Vikings last week. And that's a franchise that has had some success, but they've never won a Super Bowl. If you look at another NFC North rival, let's go to the Green Bay Packers. They are famous for their waiting list. It is estimated to be at 30 years. it's estimated that only about 90 seats open each year. Now, they've had a great run of success for nearly three decades, so that adds up. The other franchise I looked into is Denver. The Broncos have won multiple Super Bowls. They're a model franchise. Now, when I spoke with the Broncos, they informed me that their waiting list is around the 100,000 mark. That's a lot of people in line to buy season tickets. So how does this relate to Detroit? If... And yeah, it's a big if, but more plausible than just 24 months ago. They start to build what most of us are hoping they are finally building. They could develop into a franchise like Minnesota or better. A handful of years ago, 24 of the 32 NFL teams had a waiting list to buy season tickets. Single game tickets will be a very hot commodity. And if you aren't lucky enough to get them the day they go on sale, you have two problems. One, you pay the upcharge on the resale market. Now, we saw earlier this year how those tickets were going for more than double what they went for a year ago. But even if you can stomach that, can you handle the Ticketmaster convenience charge? Those can add another $40 to $70 per ticket, maybe more. Right now, the Detroit Lions are offering a waiting list for the 2024 season with a $100 deposit. I believe that's per ticket. I believe they said this would also allow you to have access to potential postseason tickets this year. Now make sure you double-check that fine print because if that is the case, I recommend you put down a deposit for next year. Think about that for a moment. If the Lions host a playoff game or two, you would have access to buying them at face value. Again, confirm the details before you do anything. By the way, if you do look into this, Let me know. And if it works out for you, just send me a thank you on social media somewhere. I hope it works out for you. The other reason to get on that waiting list is because, well, it just might grow out of control. Think about how many Lions fans have been waiting for a team like this. We're talking four generations. Oh, and if you are thinking of getting single game tickets for this year, get them like yesterday. The longer you wait, the tougher it could be this year, especially if they win a couple games early. Now, on to the most recent news of quarterback Teddy Bridgewater. It's being reported that Bridgewater is signing with the Lions. This news is not some out-of-the-blue, totally unexpected move. There was chatter right before the NFL draft. The Lions have made a significant offer to Teddy Bridgewater. He came in just last month himself for a visit. Well, the Lions have coaches who know Bridgewater. We know this from his time in the Saints, right? Campbell and Glenn were both there. So he's a known quantity with a first-hand experience, and that explains why there is interest. We talked about this a little while back. Let me bring up some more information. We've heard some detractors point out his stats from the last year. He had 683 yards passing with four touchdowns, four interceptions. His QBR was an 85, nothing to get too excited about. But if you go back to his three previous seasons, each one was better than last year, and it should be pointed out that he's played for four different teams in the past four years. So... Perhaps it was a scheme or a system that didn't fit his talents. Now, with the Broncos, he saw more game action. He had 3,000 yards, 18 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, and 94.9 QBR. The year before that, he was in Carolina with 3,700 yards, 15 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, and a 92 QBR. And back in 2019 with the Saints, he filled in for an injured Drew Brees. All he did was throw for 1,300 yards, 9 touchdowns, 2 interceptions, and a 99 QBR. So with all those different teams, it isn't surprised surprise that he might struggle at some point, right? We talked about that. They don't all run the same exact offense. Teddy has game experience. He's also had success on field. And signing him as the backup, which it's going to be a shock if he doesn't win the competition with Nate Sudfeld, that shores up perhaps the biggest weakness on the Detroit Lions roster. Also, it's being reported that this is a one-year deal, which is exactly what we expected once the Lions drafted Hendon Hooker back in the spring. We talked about that, and it's a one-year role for Teddy because the Lions want an insurance policy behind Jared Goff. And let's face it, if you're driving a 1984 Ford Escort right now, you don't need much of an insurance coverage. But if you're driving a 2023 Ford Mustang, well, you might want to insure that, baby, because that is something nice. So what does that tell you? It tells you the Lions know the NFC North is wide open and they are going hunting. Now, briefly about that other weakness I see. No, I'm not talking about the wide receiver position. Even though there have been some injuries, I think we're going to be fine there. The area of concern for me is backup offensive line. The starting five for the Lions are excellent. We all know that. One of the highest-rated groups in the league. The Lions signed Graham Glasgow. That was huge in getting him this year from the Broncos. I'm very happy with that, and that helps a lot in replacing Evan Brown, who left via free agency. But beyond Graham... No one else has really stepped up yet. No one in camp. Now, we're looking at guys like maybe Obina Ezi or rookie Colby Soresdale, right? Or maybe even Matt Nelson. Now, I know that most teams in the NFL don't have a lot of depth on the offensive line. But it would be nice to have one or two guys fill a dependable role. That doesn't mean the Lions need to go sign someone here. We could see progress in the next two weeks of camp and preseason. But it's definitely something to keep an eye on. Okay, we are heading to training camp to watch the Lions joint practice with the New York Giants. We'll have a report on that, and what we see, and the overall experience. So, get your tickets, or get on the wait list for next year, if that's your thing. Are you thrilled about Teddy Bridgewater as our backup quarterback as I am? Do you see something different as the Lions' biggest area of concern? Let me know. Thank you so much, folks, for tuning in. Please subscribe to Not the Same Old Lions Podcast to get alerts about new episodes, Tell your friends about this show. You can follow me on Twitter at Matt The show is also available on YouTube and at NotTheSameOldLions.com. And until next time, stay gritty, my friends.